Hi, I'm Sarah Carter, and this is Daily Dispatches, a project that helps me pay attention to what I'm paying attention to. For more information about the ideas behind it, listen to episodes one through three. Otherwise, we're just going to kick it right off. This project is part of a larger storytelling project called Daily Fieldwork. You can visit our website at dailyfieldwork.com, Instagram at dailyfieldwork, or email me at imdailyfieldworking at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Saturday, December 3rd, I finally got my wood holder up on the porch where I can stack my wood. I've just been doing it load by load and and now I can actually like stock up so I don't have to go back to the big pile every you know every every time I need wood and my landlord re-upped on the wood and so it reaches the whole length of the barn and it's a beautiful sight I'm not going to post it because I don't want people rolling up and taking it. Um, big work day. Got a lot of physical stuff done. I found like a whole pile of kindling. Somebody had like been pruning their bushes. And on my run today to, the, to see the horse, I saw all the kindling and I filled my truck up with it. And I brought it back, and probably tomorrow I'll get the my little hatchet out and put, like, a cardboard box or a piece of wood or something and chop it into manageable pieces that I can easily stuff into the fire. <sighs> but for now, I done wore myself out. Oh, I also met my friend and her mom to go see that movie Fableman which I I guess is about Steven Spielberg. And I thought it was great, but I didn't cry. And um, Laura May brought over Maisie, the Catahoula leopard dog. Um, And she's now snoozing at my feet. And I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. Oh my gosh. Bye. On Sunday, St. Augustine's did their lessons in carols. And the children sang a lot. And so I'm going to share two clips. One is a, the last part of the children's choir. And the second one is a solo that this little boy just sang his heart out. Finishing up the set with It Came Up on a Midnight Clear on the organ. So if you don't dig Christmas music, you want to jump ahead for minutes.
this is the sound of black eyed peas boiling in the morning after I realized that I was out of any peas to put in my omelet, which is one of my favorite things. To do a little omelet with black eyed peas and extra sharp cheddar cheese. And I put a little bit of cottage cheese. Oh, and a little bit of Texas peach sriracha, which is really good. And then on top, I put a little bit of salsa and a cottage cheese varnish. I know it sounds unconventional, but it's great. Even better if you have cilantro. Let me get these puppies off the stove. Because, boy, when you're boiling black-eyed peas, it's not like boiling black beans, man. You got to watch them. Like 15 to 20 in that zone. If you if you let it go too much, you're toast. That's all. Don't let them get too soft or they're not really good for much anything except mushing up and making some kind of weird hummus. All right. Tuesday, December 6th. I had to put a pause on my guitar lessons. I don't know if you heard any of the episodes where I was practicing, but I mean, we're, it was real beginner and I am busy enough that trying to add 15 minutes of playing each day or most days was stressing me out, man. And my teacher is great. My spirit is great. My enthusiasm is great. And I'm disappointed um, that now is not the time. But I'm also relieved that I don't, I'm not trying to pressure myself to practice um, as much. So I will try again when it's warm. Wednesday, December 7th, I tried to record the coyotes that were going wild. And um, then I forgot that my recorder was outside for 46 minutes and 7 seconds. So I'm going to play that. Just kidding. I'm not going to play that, but I will play the first, I don't know, minute. So you can verify my good intentions and hear maybe some ambient outdoor sounds. Coyotes is out. I'm not sure if you can hear him. Let's see. Thursday, December 8th, I really need to go to the grocery store, and so I <clears throat> brought me a little sandwich and a bag of change, and with the intention of getting sun chips to eat with my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which I did. I also got Kneecott crackers by Lance. Do you know about those? They're in, I guess, what you'd call the family of nabs. Um, little peanut butter crackers and you probably either are down with this lingo or not um, and I bet that there are people who are like who the heck eats those crackers or 
who gets a toast chi? I don't really get a toast chi because I know it's been dyed orange and I don't know, it makes me feel weird. Um, but I would like to see a video of who orders what from the vending machine. And I would love to ask them why. And I know that like basically 99.9% .9 of it, it will be, I had this as a kid because that's why I eat anything that I eat out of the vending machine. But the thing I've been spending the most time thinking about is who buys the Mentos? Like, have you ever just had a dollar and you're like, hmm. Well, okay, also there there's a, an option for gum there too. There's gum and mints and then a separate item, Mentos. And I just feel like if if you're wanting something minty, why wouldn't you chew gum? And then they also popped in them little pink Mentos into the machine recently. And that's like a novelty candy. But why would you get a pink Mentos when you could get cosmic brownies, which we also have? So anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to have a think about, I mean, you can, you can never, people would never tell you the truth, though. They would feel like they have to be defensive or they would just, I mean, nobody wants to talk. If you're getting a snack from the vending machine, you're probably having a hard day or you need to go to the grocery store. Um, or your blood sugar is low, so you don't want to talk about it anyway. But I don't know, man. I've just been thinking about it. It's Friday. We've done it again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's Friday, December 9th. Um, I'm going to read a poem by Robert Louis Stevenson. And then I had another sound recording from Sunday, and it was going to a sound bath. And so we'll end up, I'll, I'll send you out on a couple minutes of the lighter sound version of the sound bath, like the um, tonally lighter version. But first, here is Wintertime by Robert Louis Stevenson, who arguably invented the sleeping bag. His father was like a lighthouse inspector if I'm recalling correctly from when I taught Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde many years ago. I believe his father was a lighthouse inspector and he wanted to travel with him. And so he had a, someone, a worker in their home, so a zipper on a quilt. And he took that with him. Um, don't sue me if I'm wrong. This is Wintertime by Robert Louis Stevenson. Late lies the wintry sun abed, a frosty, fiery, sleepy head, blinks but an hour or two, and then a blood-red orange sets again. Before the stars have left the skies, at morning in the dark I rise, and shivering in my nakedness by the cold candle bathe and dress. Close by the jolly fire I sit to warm my bones a bit or with a reindeer sled explore the colder countries round the door. When I go out, my nurse does wrap me in my comforter and cap. The cold wind burns my face and blows its frosty pepper up my nose. Black are my steps on silver sod, thick blows my frosty breath abroad, and tree and house and hill and lake are frosted like a wedding cake. Thanks for listening.
Have a good weekend. Have a good week wherever you are.